0: This is After the Final Rose with Dante and Alana, a siblings podcast, talking everything Bachelor and Bachelor Ed. Welcome back to another episode of After the Final Rose. I'm your host, Dante Furco, with my co-host Alana Furco, and we're coming down to the end of the bachelor season. And we're starting to see Pilot Pete fall in love. And in this week's episode, Pete Peter visited each girl's hometown. So we are here to break them down and talk everything from The Bachelor.
1: Yeah, I'm already over. I'm over it. I'm ready for the new, the next season.
0: We we're gonna touch on it in a little bit, but I there's these things about Peter and what he does and the choices he makes that just makes me cringe, and I don't understand what he is thinking and what's going on inside his head and we'll probably we'll get to that near the end because it has to do with the rose ceremony and who he decides to give his roses to, but it just frustrates me. I can't do this anymore.
1: Yeah, it's getting worse and worse by the week, and just when I think that things may be getting better, he just surprises us again.
0: Yeah, exactly. So we're gonna jump right into the first hometown of the week was Hannah Ann, which was in Knoxville, Tennessee. I thought, I, I I think Knoxville is a great place for hometowns. It's a cute little place. And one of the first things that struck me with this date was when Peter walked into the axe throwing place. So he walks in and he goes, oh, we're throwing axes. But how did he not realize that when he was walking up to the place and there's a huge sign that says axe throwing. So I was just like, Peter, what? And so what I thought was really cute in this episode And that was Peter giving Hannah Ann a letter And we saw last week Peter received a letter from Hannah Ann And so I thought it was really cute that he returned the favor in a way And I think it shows that he really cares for the relationship Because we've kind of seen it with Madison as well Where he's given gifts to Her And with the other people in the top four, he has not done that. So I think it shows who is, I guess, front runners at the end of this.
1: Yeah, the date, the little letter was cute. I thought it was like his way of finally opening up to her, which I guess he kind of has from the beginning. But um, it, it was just like a way of acknowledging, like she wanted to express her feelings to him. And then he, you know, Gave that back to her. And it was cute. I thought it was really sweet when um, she was showing it to her sister. Mm -hmm. And they were reading through it. And she was like really giddy. Yeah, And And it just showed that like. Yeah. You could tell that she really. She's really in love with Peter. Like I definitely think. Yeah definitely. In the beginning I couldn't tell if it was real or fake with her. But I'm starting to. This episode made me believe that. She is here for Peter.
0: Yeah, what I thought was interesting is Hannah Ann looks so young. And then when you see her sister, her sister's younger than her. I know. And that's what I just thought crazy that she looks so young and then I feel like her sister looks so much older.
1: She has a baby face.
0: Yeah, she does. So we were introduced to Hannah Ann's mom, dad, as well as her sister. I think that's all that was there. But her dad seemed to be very, how do I say this, not open-minded. He was standoffish. About, yeah, and he was very reserved when it came to Peter and sort of giving him her permission, his permission. And what I respected, and I think it's sh- not struck a chord, but it stuck with me, was that he told Peter not to say, I love you to her, mm-hmm. unless it's her at the end, and I respect that. And you saw it was uh, Ben Higgins' season where he did. He said he told JoJo he loved her, and then like she was completely heartbroken. And I feel like when that when they do say the I love you, it it could come off as possibly them it be it being them at the end of this, and then they get the, their hopes up for nothing
1: yeah i think part of the reason why lauren and ben didn't last long was lauren would talk about how it was just really hard for her to move on from the fact that like she ended up with him but he still told another girl that he loved Mm -hmm. her so it's like you can't really say that to someone unless you really um believe that but i do think that like he didn't i mean he didn't say i'm in love with you he said i was falling in love Mm -hmm. but she obviously like then tells him that she's all in and she loves him but it was just i mean she, he didn't listen to her dad at all well, that's what i always find by him telling him like not to say it I'm,
0: pr- I'm pretty sure peter said he was in love with it might have been in the preview or at the end of the episode that he's in love with three girls and i i just don't see one how you could do that be in love with three girls at the same time to actually say that in front of a camera because at the end of this who you choose when they look back it's like yeah, you loved me, but you loved two other people at the same time. And I don't know if I'd feel comfortable with that if I was on, say, Madison or Hannah Ann's or Victoria's side, whoever ends up at the end of this. I just don't know if I – I don't know. Like, I'd look at the person different.
1: Well, if you ever listen to, like, old Bachelor or Bachelorettes talk about their seasons, like, I remember Rachel Lindsay said that she knew it was Brian, like, after – day two and like she knew in the hometowns that it was him so it's like most of the time these people know who they're gonna Mm -hmm. choose by now yeah or at least have like a very strong feeling towards one of them so it's like if that's how you feel you don't tell all three of them or don't i'm always you know how can you fall in love with all three of them
0: like they talk about all the time how like don't waste this person's time they don't want to waste your time but if if you do like know it's somebody at the end, I feel like it's so unfair to these people and these girls to have them fall in love and then like they never stood a chance. So they went through all this emotional, mm-hmm. uh, like a roller coaster ride, all for nothing. And
1: I mean, obviously, yeah. And, and I remember. I mean, I remember.
0: But- I, I wish there was something that could be done.
1: Well, that's the thing. Like, that's what Rachel said. She was like, even though I knew that it was Brian, like, even down to the final four, she was like, because of production and because of the show, she had to keep these guys there, even though yeah. she knew who she was choosing. And I'm pretty sure JoJo, the same thing. She knew it was Jordan, mm-hmm. but she had to keep it going because of the, well, I mean, it's a show. Does, do it's for and I mean, they can't Rachel, just stop.
0: Yeah. Do you remember with Rachel's season with, with I forget, was it Peter? Was that his name? the the second to last guy yep yes Gross. Uh, he did I believe he left the show correct at when it was the final two or he said that he just wasn't ready to get engaged or whatever. And I feel like a lot of people were like would he would she have picked him And there was a lot of stuff but I mean if it was always Brian then I don't know that's just all interesting. So back to Hannah Ann's hometown with Peter. Peter disregarded pretty much everything Hannah Ann's dad said and he did tell Hannah that he was falling for her and I just thought that was very interesting because if it was if it is Hannah at the end of this and her dad's looking back does he lose respect for Peter for not honoring what he said I just I find that Very interesting.
1: You know what I noticed is different this season from past seasons is normally the guy or the girl, usually the guy, asks for permission. And he did not ask a single parent for the blessing to propose. And I always thought that the blessing thing was really weird because Mm -hmm. you're asking four different dads where – i always felt like they should call that person's parents like the morning of and ask instead of asking four different people's parents like that's Mm. kind of a slap
0: in the face and like you said about having the bachelor call the parents i remember i think it was Jo JoJo's season i believe jordan called jojo's father like the morning before proposing and the interesting thing is is that it's sort of the other way around because he didn't know if jojo was going to say yes But I thought that was very cool, and it's a a very respectable thing when, like, it's about to happen, and you do call for that blessing because I feel like – I don't know if blessings are as meaningful as maybe they used to be, but it's still an honorable and respectable thing.
1: Yeah, and it's tradition, and if you're asking four different dads, I mean, it's kind of just breaking tradition.
0: Yeah, and I guess the thing is, is, like – do you, do you lose respect if you ask all four dads? Like is I think that, so. Yeah, because – but then again, if you only ask two, say you asked Hannah and Madison's, does that sort of give away that it's just those two at the end?
1: I don't know. Right, you have to it's, either ask none or ask all. Yeah. and I, I just think P- Peter's
0: done a lot of things, I feel like, wrong this season. He hasn't been a great uh, – person when it comes to talking and maybe figuring things out so I just think that's another thing that I think Peter missed out on maybe it was production maybe it was his call but I don't know so that uh after Hannah Ann we actually saw Kelsey bring Peter to her hometown in Des Moines Iowa and they started off the date it was a vineyard date, and they started making wine. And when I was watching, the people I were I was with, they were like, "Oh, if their feet are dirty, because like Peter didn't know he didn't know what the date was, and like." But that's how
1: you make wine. I
0: know, but what if their feet were dirty? Peter didn't know he was going to make wine.
1: Well, when you make wine, it gets fermented okay. and all this stuff. It goes through a process. So, really, I mean, you have. Farmers who yeah. are doing this, so it's not. But no, I I was wondering if the wine that they drank when they sat down afterwards was actually the wine they made. Uh, like if it was uh, actually really it. good, I will. Or I, if they I just thinking, drank one from the store. I was thinking. Do you think they actually like
0: ended up keeping the wine? Like, did, yeah,
1: I think so. Well, I think
0: I think if it was, we'll get get to it later. But if it was Kelsey at the end, I think there'd be something very i guess cool to like say keep in the house or keep as a memento Mm
1: -hmm. like that
0: wine in a bottle because that was significant to their whole process and their relationship like i remember one of the first bachelors uh he still has the light from the mansion that hung outside the house that he took from the first night that he met the person he ended up engaging too we saw that on winter games he actually brought it and they showed it and i just think I, I i thought that was very sweet and that could have been something that maybe peter and kelsey held on to
1: yeah um then we saw kelsey um finally tells him that she she was one of the first people to tell him that she was falling in love with him and then she decided to tell him that she was in love with him And we see that he doesn't say it back. I think he said, I'm falling. But he didn't say falling in love, which I thought was really interesting. Yeah.
0: What I notice a lot when it comes to The (laughs) Bachelor and Bachelorette is that when they don't want to say it back, they smile and then start kissing every time because they don't want it to be (laughs) awkward or an uncomfortable situation. And right when he didn't say it back, I was thinking to myself, oh, she's in trouble. Because it, yeah, because he didn't really have, like, a – how do I say this? A meaningful reaction. Like, he wasn't like oh, like, oh, I love you back. I'm, like, I'm falling in love with you as well. It was – it just
1: – Yeah, it yeah. was uncomfortable. Yeah. No, I agree. And I thought, like – I don't know. I actually really enjoyed their date. I think Kelsey – um, I never actually looked at Kelsey as a potential bachelorette. And after this episode, I just, I mean, I like her even more. Mm-hmm.
0: Um,
1: I thought her f- her family was great. Um, just everything about the date was just perfect. And I was really excited for mm-hmm. her and thought, you know, she would move forward after this date for well, sure.
0: We talked about it last week where she told Peter to not bring up her whole dad situation with her mom and i'm i'm surprised it wasn't brought up in any way
1: at all yeah, i know. Because
0: you know you know production they twist everything i mean maybe production was thinking this isn't our business but like I, i'm just surprised it wasn't brought up
1: yeah and it easily could have been brought up but it wasn't like good enough content to mm. even show yeah. maybe like nothing really came out of it Also, how could you do but, that to the um, family
0: and put them in that uncomfortable situation like they they're not the ones. yeah and that i just don't for this show
1: yeah and it wasn't really about that it was about them meeting yeah. him and mm. i just think that you could really tell after this date that she was in love with him and oh, i thought it was 100%. really obvious yeah
0: and she's she's i, I would say 100 percent the most mature out of the Final four left, and it kind of showed it. I guess with their date that it was well, it was planned out and meaningful, and I, I I think it was simple. Like
1: their date in the vineyard, it was just the two of them. Like you Mm -hmm. see, Hannah Ann's and Victoria F's. They're surrounded by Mm -hmm. people from their town, and it was like she wanted to make sure it was just the two of them. They had alone time, and like it wasn't about for being the show or for for show for the city Mm -hmm. so i thought that was really mature too and i honestly didn't know she was 28 i thought she was younger yeah for some reason i just thought i think he's 20 yeah 27 or 28 yeah Yeah. so i didn't realize she was older like that i just i don't know from the beginning she kind of was in a lot of drama and i just assumed she was Mm -hmm. on the younger side
0: yeah well i think she's she grew I felt like as the season went on she went from she did throwing a tantrum about a wine bottle to falling in love with Peter and actually being arguably a fan favorite and yeah. in some people's minds and people started to like her and you even just said like she she could be a possible bachelorette candidate and I bet if we went back and talked about that in week one or two the whole mindset would be completely
1: different yeah, definitely. But, yeah, after – um, And then – Oh, go on. No, I was just going to move on to the next date, which is we see Peter goes to Auburn, um, Alabama.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right, Auburn in Alabama? Yeah, um, Auburn, And Alabama. Yeah, and they go back to um, Auburn University where mm-hmm. we know that – madison's dad is the assistant basketball he's coach
0: the basketball operations or yeah the, the president of basketball operations for i know the men's and i believe also the women's but i believe he's still he's still on the bench he's directly involved with the basketball program i did do some research last night because we were all very curious to, to what he
1: actually did because I know I don't know why but I thought from the first episode he was the coach yeah that's what I thought they made it out that he was a coach yeah
0: but yeah I looked it up and he's like president of basketball operations but I loved how they brought in Charles Barkley Auburn alum to Mm -hmm. do a little tribute and I guess I didn't realize maybe how much I guess Madison is involved with Auburn like apparently Charles Barkley knows her and then Bruce Pearl who is actually the men's head basketball coach he was the one that came out and did some drills with them he seemed very connected to her so I think that shows that she has I guess she has a lot to give and she she she, I don't know she's well-rounded and I just thought that date was overall a great date
1: yeah, no, I agree. I thought the coach talked very highly about the family. And I think that's just a thing in college sports. Like I have mm-hmm. a friend whose parents have been, his their dad has been in football with college, but, um, college football for years, different schools. And they've always been very close with everyone who is involved mm-hmm. in the sport. So I think that it's just, it's one of those things where they do dinners together, tailgates, Super Bowl parties. Like it's, mm-hmm. They're a family. So yeah. it was really cool that, like, he spoke so highly of them. And I thought it was awesome that he even, like, coached them a little bit and was doing drills with them because, obviously, like, we all know Peter's not a jock. He, mm-hmm. he definitely looks like someone definitely who did showed not play it sports. His,
0: uh, dribbling skills.
1: Yeah, she, she, actually she clearly pretty showed good him off. Oh, definitely. Yeah, she was really good.
0: Yeah. So it definitely shows, obviously, she played high school basketball and – I've been trying to find the stats on her. I want to know how good she was, but I can't find it anywhere.
1: So she didn't play college basketball at
0: Auburn. No, she played. She I okay. know she played high school basketball, and I think yeah. it stopped there. Yeah, which I'm surprised she didn't okay. walk on. I mean, if her dad's ba- president of basketball operations, you could still walk on. But I guess maybe she didn't want to. But yeah, I've been trying to find her stats. I want to know how. She actually did, cause I be- I believe she said she had a state title in like the first episode.
1: Yep, yeah. yeah, I remember when I looked. I think she said it, or I found that when I was looking up information on her that she did win in high school a state yeah. title. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they go back to the house, and um, I thought you could really tell that this family was all about their faith. So if Peter is not someone who wants to be a part of that. Yeah. I think he learned from this date that, like, that is going to be your life. Like, they, their special plate tradition was really cute and um something that just, I don't know, it made me adore Madison even more. Mm. And just, you could tell that she was just brought up very well. Her family had yeah, great well morals raised. and values. Yes, and she just comes from a very good family and... Definitely, like if I were Peter, it. I don't know. I think that the religion could possibly scare him and make him a little that, timid. That's what
0: I was gonna bring up. Do you think that maybe he was more afraid because he feels like he would have to? Because I know he said before that you know he he hasn't gone to church as much as he's supposed to. Do you think that maybe he feel he would feel guilty that maybe that this this isn't what he imagined or what he planned for the future, I guess?
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess it definitely is really hard to, like, if you're not a religious person and you're going into a family that is just extremely religious and mm-hmm. values religion, it's, it's hard to not either – you either have to join it or step away from it because – you can't really like, he's not going to change her values and he's not going to change what she believes in. And it it is something that could easily tear a family apart. If you know, he comes in and is just like, I don't want you to be this religious, but I think he's got to know after meeting their family that this is something that you have to, that you're signing up for when you choose her.
0: Mm -hmm. And so moving on with Madison, we saw in the previews last week, and I believe it, her mom touched on it a little as well, but Madison mm-hmm. uh, did not tell Peter about her virginity, and I think that's something big to bring up, and I'm surprised it has not been brought up yet. I guess you could say that she wanted to hold it off because she didn't want it to
1: Yeah, exactly what I was just going to say. ...continue
0: to haunt over her during the season like we sort of saw with Colton, but I think it's come to the point where... Time's ticking and she needs to start talking.
1: Part of me wonders if she didn't say it because she wanted to make sure that he chose her first. Maybe. And then, like, she got the rose, and then that's when she decided to say, Hey, Peter, can we talk? Mm -hmm. Like, she wanted to secure herself. Well, right when she got the rose, she
0: she started to look guilty. And and then, when they were toasting the champagne, she, like, stepped aside. And I was like, "Uh, What's happening? You could see it in her face. Oh, definitely. But moving on from Madison State, we move on to Victoria F's. And I was... The worst date ever. The worst state ever. I was very, I guess it's bad to say, but excited to see what went down because of the previews last week. But Mm -hmm. it it, it was not good. Also, I'm very curious when this was filmed. uh, I believe it'd be November... Or maybe end of October, but there's people swimming in the ocean, <clears throat> and I just thought that was so funny. But that's how it starts. They're they're on the beach, Victoria and Peter, and as well as her dog, and then she takes him to a concert, and there's a huge group of people, and it's Hunter Hayes. I was when when the when the music started playing, I was really hoping that Chase Rice was the person singing. I thought that would have been the funniest thing.
1: Why does thing she, why does she deserve why does she deserve a Hunter Hayes concert? Like <laughs> she totally ruined the whole Chase Rice concert and then they're gonna give her another country concert. Are you yeah. kidding me?
0: Yeah. I love Hunter Hayes. I've always been a big Hunter Hayes fan but I I No, just, so do I yeah, I thought it would have been the funniest thing ever if they show up to a concert and it's Chase Rice again. But this time like actually like Peter knows, everybody knows. I just I thought that would have been funny.
1: I hated this day. I thought every single minute of it looked planned out. Mm-hmm. Like, they were dancing. They were, like, everything was so fake about it. The whole crowd was involved. Like, her friends were there. Just, it was literally just a way to make up for what happened with the Chase Rice. And the reaction that both of them had was so different from the Chase Rice. Like, this time she was, like, jumping around and singing. And, like, how ironic that the song is, like, I don't want easy, I want crazy. Mm-hmm. Like,
0: and she's oh, crazy. come on,
1: this is... Peter's anthem the whole freaking season.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. I after after seeing Victoria's hometown, and we'll get to it in a second. Why I just can't do this anymore with her. She's no, she's continuing awful. Continuing to stir up her own drama, and then she puts it on Peter every time, and I don't she, understand it.
1: I really would love to ask her, like what she like how she feels right now with the fact that like she is the most hated contestant Mm. right now like there is not a single person out there that is rooting for her like I was going through my own personal social media last night and every single person on there was like are you kidding me why like the everything about like sorry I'm jumping ahead but obviously like we get to see that this girl Marissa who approaches Peter apparently an ex of his from back in like 2011 um it's pretty much in a nutshell tells Peter everything that like we're all thinking like you really should be careful not choose mm-hmm. her apparently she's broken up relationships I was listening to a podcast today that said there's rumors that like she broke up a marriage mm-hmm. um all this different stuff and like the way Peter handled it was the mm-hmm. perfect way like he did something that like you know, He showed up at her house with flowers, and he, he just asked her. He didn't accuse her. He didn't blame her. He literally was just like, this, this is what I was told, mm-hmm. and I just want to know if it's true or not. And all she had to do, which is like every single time, is just defend herself. Yeah. And instead of defending herself, she turned the whole thing on him. She freaked out. I'm not kidding you when I watched that. It gave me flashbacks to probably like my first relationship I was ever in, like when I was like thirteen in high school. Like she looked like a child; like yeah, she was she, freaking she out on him.
0: Victim to every single situation. Everything. She's like I can't believe you would do this to me. And all he do- all he did, was just bring up something he didn't. He didn't say, "I can't believe you do this." I can't believe. Right. You don't he tell didn't me accuse this. her. He just stated what this what this girl had told him. And then she freaked out and created a whole situation out of it.
1: And that was a perfect opportunity for her to prove to him that, like, you know, mm-hmm. she is the right girl and, like, no, what you're hearing about me is not true. Like, stand up for yourself. Like, the way that Kelsey did it in a couple episodes ago where she just showed up to his house and was like, listen, yeah. this is what was said about me, but it's not true. I want to squash it. Like, that's, that's all she had to do. And instead... She she literally showed him of f- the future if he yeah. stays with her like and he I was actually very impressed with the way that he handled it and he was finally like mm-hmm. being real with her like every time there's been drama with these girls like he just like lets he takes it and this time he was like are you kidding me like giving yeah, it back I mean, to her and he yeah. finally grew some balls yeah
0: and I think finally you saw a more mature side of Peter where he can actually figure out situations and say what he has to say. And what's really funny and I saw it all over Twitter, but when Peter set down the flowers, everybody's wondering whether or not the family got the flowers and what happened. I saw so many people tweeting about it. I thought it was the funniest thing, but I just at that point I was so happy. I thought I thought we got the last of Victoria and I thought that it was going to be the end.
1: I don't know why I knew it wasn't the end because they left, they left a cliffhanger cliffhanger Mm. because he didn't go in and see the family. And then, but like he said goodbye, but he didn't end things. And I was like, because he's leaving and he's not like, you know what? I just can't do this. I knew that something like she was going to come back and talk to him or he was going to try to do it again. Like a start over with the family it was just really weird like I literally was asking the people I was with I was like wait did he just end things with her or he's just leaving like I'm super confused and I'm sorry but every time you have confronted her with something she's gotten she's literally walked away she can't handle confrontation at all and it just shows how immature she is and it's just like how like she should be so embarrassed watching this episode back like I was watching it even thinking like, "Do I have her act like this with my boyfriend?" Like <laughs> She was crazy.
0: Yeah. And that sort of segues into the rose ceremony, And the first two that are given roses are Hannah, Ann and Madison, which doesn't shock many. And then the final two mm-hmm. with one, one rose to give is Kelsey and Victoria, And I just knew with how this show goes that Victoria would get the rose. And I was so mad when she did because I just can't take it anymore.
1: Dude, justice for Kelsey. I was pissed.
0: Do you think that maybe he knew that it wasn't going to be Kelsey at the end and he didn't want to, I guess, drag her along because he does have so much respect for Kelsey and he doesn't want her to continue to fall in love when he knew that it was not going to be her at the end? And it'd be better to keep Victoria because maybe because the situation's different. I don't know. I I I, don't I know do. What's going through his head?
1: I do agree that easily could have been the case, and like mm-hmm. good for him. But also, like, how are you still even thinking there is remotely anything yeah. between you and Victoria and also you could after have the, have the way she acted?
0: Home. If if that was the situation,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I it it just makes me so mad, and it adds on to my disappointment for Peter this season and this season in general. But I I just wanted Victoria to go home because I couldn't stand the constant drama.
1: Yeah, I still can't believe she's... I seriously can't believe she's still on this show. Yeah. Like, if you would have told me first night that she was on the show, still, I would have said no.
0: Yeah, she, she was never really, like... Oh, no, I don't think anybody at all this season has been, like... You know what, Victoria could win. It could be her at the end with Peter. I I think everybody has kept their eyes on Hannah Ann and Madison and mm-hmm. Victoria's just kind of been dragging along and she's just been kinda of lingering and everybody wants her gone at this point. But, yeah, so, no, I agree.
1: I think yeah. that no, I was just gonna say I think that the whole world is at a loss and like a lot of Mm -hmm. people are just over it like a lot of people don't even want to finish watching because they're just like I don't care anymore like he's going to choose someone that doesn't make sense and or he's not going to choose anyone at all like I can't even tell you who I think is the final two anymore because I have the two that I think Mm -hmm. it'll be but honestly it's probably not going to be it
0: yeah and that moving on from that we see right at the end of the episode. Madison pulls Peter aside and it looks like she's going to tell him about her virginity and then it goes into the previews and it sounds like that she gives him an ultimatum and that Mm -hmm. she's giving him a choice and what came to my head instantly is why is this different from Luke P? Why aren't people seeing this like he did? Because it sounds like same situation where she's like if you had sex with any of these other girls that i i don't want to continue and that's sort of the only reason why i think it
1: could be a little bit the only thing that i could think about why it's a little different is because luke p was not a virgin he was just a born like he became religious after like a moment that he had Mm -hmm. with faith and he decided he was going to, I think, then save himself. So he wasn't a virgin where, like, Madison is, has been waiting for the right person. But I do think it is a little similar. I just think that the way Lu P handled it, it I mean, we haven't seen how Madison handled it, but, Mm -hmm. yeah, he was an asshole to her. And, like, you can't, the way he approached it was awful. But we don't know how Madison is going to approach it. But I was thinking, I am very curious, by the commercials, it kind of made it seem like Victoria F is going to use that ultimatum to her oh, advantage yeah. and try to sleep with Peter so that way it's automatically her. makes Madison yeah. want to go home.
0: Oh yeah. And what I'm curious about is so I know that uh, Madison's whole thing is that she wants to save herself from marriage, but when she knows Peter has already like she knows he's he he was with Hannah Brown and yeah. so what's what's the thing with him because he, he he already blew his chance of saving himself from marriage so why is she giving him an ultimatum when that ultimatum has already been pretty much i guess thrown out
1: i don't think it's the matter of that like i think she knows that she's she can't spend her whole life looking for someone who is also in the same beliefs mm-hmm. as her but i think that her mentality is i'm currently dating you and i don't feel comfortable with you having sex with someone else while i'm dating for you dating you and also saving myself for you so i think it's that i think that is how she feels not like oh like yeah she knows that he's been with other people it's very public
0: yeah so i think this is going to be very interesting we have One more episode before Women Tell All. So we're going to get Women Tell All in two weeks. And then in three weeks, we will get the finale. I'm not sure yet if it's a two-night finale. I feel like most of the time it is. But I'm very interested to see how this whole thing uh, unfolds. I really hope I don't have to listen to Victoria for another week. So hopefully next week is her final week. Um... So, yeah, so we move on to news in The Bachelor world. We have a split in The Bachelor world with Chris and Crystal. They have split after eight months of marriage and probably around, that'd be like 18 months of being together because they started dating – during the summer of 2018 Mm -hmm. on Bachelor in Paradise. And they were actually the first married couple to split in the Bachelor franchise. And this was quick. Eight months of marriage and they split.
1: I'll be honest with you. I was really surprised that they stayed together after Bachelor in Paradise. Mm -hmm. Like, I was shocked that they actually got married. So for me to hear that they split, I wasn't really surprised because i didn't see them actually getting married i was probably more surprised that they did get married but um yeah i thought i didn't know that they were the first married couple to split Mm -hmm. i didn't realize i guess most couples that have split were just engaged
0: yeah well do you think that they felt pressured by like abc to get married
1: they might have i'm sure because but i think they also wanted both of them wanted to stay in the limelight so i think they took advantage of that and were like well like if they have problems or anything oh we can just work on it like let's you know ignore that stuff Mm -hmm. because we can have a marriage paid for and all this stuff but who knows i mean i i was honestly yeah not not really a fan of the two of them being a couple and the way that they started off their relationship mm-hmm. was kind of weird in bachelor in paradise
0: yeah so I loved their, they had a sort of like a reality show on youtube and i used to watch every episode mm-hmm. and i they were just like a fun couple it was definitely an interesting couple because they were both seen as one of the villains on yeah. both of their seasons and i mean i they i guess they looked happy you don't know obviously when the cameras are turned off right. but i just i i thought it was very interesting and it didn't last long so i i'm also curious if we'll yeah. ever see them again in paradise or any of the I
1: think i could see him coming back i yeah. don't think i see her
0: yeah maybe i they'll that, be interesting But to see.
1: um another thing that we saw on Bachelor news this week was that um if you remember from Ben Higgins' season, season jubilee um she i think was on bachelor in paradise as well she was arrested for a dui and apparently she refused to do a breathalyzer test or a urine blood test and this i don't know if this just sparked a lot of bachelor fans to start googling headshots of different types of contestants and bachelor and Bachelorette and in all the franchise um shows, but this ended up discovering um a mug shot because Victoria F also had a DWI back in 2017, so her mug shot was then going around, which I thought it was recent, like it just happened, mm-hmm. but it was way before she was on this show.
0: And you know, Bachelor Nation will but, always discover those things that are hidden under. Oh yeah. The rug. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's
1: probably a website somewhere that's like all the mugshots of Bachelor people. Oh, I'm
0: sure. And especially uh, Chris Souls, I believe his name is. He's mm-hmm. got a few, definitely has a few mugshots. But yeah. that pretty much wraps up this episode of After the Final Rose. We talked a lot about hometown dates and a little news in the Bachelor world. And we're excited to get down to these. Last couple weeks, I believe we just have three weeks left until Peter hopefully proposes at the end of all this. I know we have a mystery ending, but if you have not already, make sure to follow us on Instagram at ATFR underscore podcast as well as searching us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and other podcast streaming platforms.
1: Yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. And hopefully we will have another episode for you next week if we haven't given up on Peter by then. Yeah,
0: and hopefully Victoria P.F. Has, has been sent home. Is gone. Please. Yeah, so I definitely hope for that. Yeah, so thank you for tuning in.
1: Yeah, we'll see you guys next week.